At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. Every one of you, thank you so much for your time. I appreciate you being here. From the Baldwin Ace Hardware Fear Bunker Studio, the Eric Zincho podcast has begun. Uh, if you, you can't see it on the audio podcast, obviously, the folks on Twitch for the live stream can. I am seated next to some type of um, vegetation. That is growing. It looks to be some type of thing that you would see in like the herb uh, section of a grocery store in like produce. Where like you're walking around, you see all the various produce products uh, for sale. Produce for sale. And then there's like uh, chives and and shit like that growing. And, you know, you know, all the hippies buy their shit. I have that. Next to me, uh, it looks to be growing out of some type of root ball, probably about five inches of some greenery, and the root ball has no a nose and eyes on it to make it look like some type of uh, 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 character. It's growing in a cup. So something has been produced, you know, and grown... And it is in my possession. Why? And this is known as Mr. Micro. What the hell is that? I'll get to that in a second. Yesterday, part of my day, I was a podcast professor. I was invited to speak in front of a group of very talented podcasters from all different walks of life. Okay. And 
I was kind of uh, sharing some of my thoughts on uh, uh, best practices in podcasting, things to avoid, offering encouragement to these to these people as they're doing what they're doing. How did this little workshop even come to be? How did it even happen in the first place? Well, there's a local um, public access TV station uh, called WKTV. Now, I used to work with Mean Gene. Remember Mean Gene and Ron and I would get together and do uh, talking movies with uh, Ron and Mean Gene? Well, I would do it from their studios at WKTV. So, all right. We're talking about like Wayne's World. That's that's what would come to mind when people think of uh, public access TV. But uh, this is actually quite a, a high-end operation because uh, your money funds it. And, you know, municipalities uh, uh, throw piles of money at these folks so that the public can go in and utilize the airwaves. And so Ron and I would do this show, Talking Movies, with Ron and Mean Gene, and then it would show up on this TV station and on their uh, Facebook, and then they would publish it as a podcast. So they're always looking for new creative ways to do this. And so quite literally, if you are uh, live in this little zone, Wyoming, Kentwood, Michigan, you can quite literally walk in and say, hey, I have an idea for a show and I would like to do it. And they have to take you. They, they have to allow you to do that. They are um, beholden to you. If you say you want to do a show about growing stuff in a cup or uh, a discussion about whatever, they're going to put you on the air. Uh, As of 2019, because of a Supreme Court uh, decision, Justice Kavanaugh, the deciding vote, you can no longer go into the public access TV station and say, hey, I want to do a show on the benefits of racism. Or uh, you can't bust it because you could before that. You could walk in to there and say, hey, I am um, Colonel Clink, and uh, I am here to do the I Hate Jews show on uh, Wyoming Kentwood public access TV. And uh, they would say, well, welcome. Let's get started. But now there has been, because it's uh, their number one priority is to um, uphold the Constitution. But Justice Kavanaugh made a change and said, no. People in charge of the public access TV station, they do not have to do that. They can use something known as common sense and discretion to say no. And I am not kidding you. Since 2019, this has been in place where the the gentleman that I talk with, this fellow named Tom and another lady who's in programming for the public access TV station, quite literally, they have had people come in and say, well, yeah, hey, I want to do the uh, Down With Blacks show. And they go, so, so, uh, no, sorry, we we don't want to do that. And the people have said, well, you have to, uh, and then I'm going to sue you. Now, before you could, and you'd win. But now Tom is like, fuck you. And uh, we've got lawyers too. Go ahead and get yours. And I've got 
the Supreme Court on my side, so go fuck yourself. So then that always happens. So that's that's good. That's a really good thing. You don't want to have some asshole spewing his hate. You want to have shows about the guy who plants this. This is Mr. Micro. Okay? Apparently, I can eat this. This is wheatgrass. And some of you hippies in the audience might be like, Eric, how come you're not like eating that right now on the show? I don't know if I want to do that just yet. This is all part of a big uh, drawn out event that happened yesterday as Eric Zane being the podcast professor. Sexy voice Andrea says, eat, take a bite right now. Okay, I will. You're supposed to cut these at like... uh, the level where it's starting to like change color because you don't want to cut into the roots. You want to cut into the green. And I, I don't know what you do with wheatgrass. Do you put that, do you snip it up and put it on like a, uh, a, a salad or something like that? So uh, Andrea's calling me terrible names. Uh, I, I will eat it if you'd shut up for a second, which is impossible. I'm eating wheatgrass right now. I know this is terrible for the audio podcast. Um, I'm sure it's good for me, but I, I don't I don't detect uh, flavor. I was a little bit, l- little nuttiness. Gives me kind of like a uh, arugula. Arugula. Okay. All right. I guess that's supposed to help me live longer. More on that. Don't get distracted. Try to stay focused here. There's plenty of um, <laughs> plenty of things to talk about today about this. So. Hang on. Now, how almost got like chunks of a. Uh, like you got a hair in your mouth now. That, that was a terrible idea. Do I have a chive? My teeth? Tom from the TV station, he says, okay, so we're getting, um, you know, it's been on again, off again for podcasts, COVID. People can. Can show up, cannot show up. It's like it's like been crazy. We really want to focus on this now. So what I'd like you to do, will you come in and share insights? Will you talk with these people? And I go, well, yeah, that's like my bread and butter. I'd love to do that. So, okay. Uh, eight people were booked to a uh, show, all with different, um, different walks of life, different uh, show ideas. Me, Tom, uh, six were there. Uh, one guy was just a no-show. Another guy fell off a roof, and so, but he's okay. But yeah, but Tom got, hey, I just fell off a roof. I won't make podcasting school. No one there knows who the hell I am. I introduce myself. Off we go. We're going to talk for two hours about podcasting. So um, what they do at the TV station is, they help facilitate the ideas. These people have like a show ideas similar to what we did with Ron and Mean Gene. And you're in this studio. It's a nice setup, you know. Your tax dollars buys the best shit. Oh, my God. I was so jealous. And, um, you know, you're on there doing a show. And the video is recorded. And it, like I said, it's it's put out to uh on the actual tv station they have a schedule of shows your shows on tv 
And so you have all these creators. That's the buzzword. And so my job is to kind of like give them a uh, an anchor or a, a point to almost like, hey, um, you you don't really know exactly how to do this, but I'm here to explain to you that it's the I what it, this really boils down to is just getting in there and and doing it. And there there's some preparation involved, obviously, and there's but uh, essentially. Um, you're um, light years ahead of anybody who's in their home and you're all in the same boat, new shows, new ideas. No one knows who you are. Um, but you've got a brain, you've got an idea and you've got an ability to write shit down. I go, that's honestly, that's it. That is, that is all you need and a little motivation. And, and that's my job to explain to them that all podcasts start the exact same way in someone's brain. So I'm going through Hey, what is your show idea? And there's this nice lady sitting next to me named Kanika who, see, some shows start out with like an actual focus, like a focused topic, a bit of subject matter, and they're a targeted audience. That is not my show, but um, there's a million, there's no right and wrong way to do this. She's doing targeted show. So the topic is, it's aimed at, um, People who have children very, very young. And Kanika had a baby when she was 14 years old. So she has lived, she has all of this experience. You know, she's, I, I would guess she's probably about 32, 33 now, maybe, maybe in her late 20s. I don't know. Uh, but a, absolutely fantastic personality and, and, uh, and fun and energetic. And so she goes, well, I want to be able to provide, um, this is a place for people to listen to who are, would be going through the same thing or maybe parents of, and my experience and, and, and me talking to, because when I was 14 years old, I didn't have anything. And I was like kind of thrown to the wolves and you know, Hey, you're you wanted to make adult decisions, go be an, an adult. That was the attitude that was given to her. And then she's like, she wanted to be able to provide, um, you know, uh, uh kind of like, um, the, you know a place where her experience and the things that she wished she had, she would then bring them to this podcast and then hope that a young mom or their parents or family members could then. And I so okay, great. And then we kind of went around the room. We went around the room. Hi, I'm Kanika. I had a baby when I was 14. But, uh, all right. So that, that's basically it. And uh, you know, I'm just kind of like offering encouragement and, um, you know, just that that sort of nuts and bolts thing it's not not really too much if unless i like suddenly just tell you about every single word that we talked about but the point of it all was good because um you know i'm just meeting some new folks who have new ideas and i <clears throat> i explained to them what i was all about and um i'm in a little bit of a different boat obviously because um i had the radio audience to tap into the podcast right away but i said they go, how do you, how do you do this? So every day. And, uh, I go, well, you, what you have to do is you have to, and I honestly said this, I go, you have to be willing to be terrible at first. Not that this is anything spectacular now, but we're all here. So what the hell seems to work. Um, and you know, I, when I started doing this, I'd have been lucky if I could go for 25 minutes, uh, with only being embarrassed, uh, five times in that period of time. Because of how sh- I knew how shitty it was, Ugh. but keep doing it. Keep uh, and I go, you know, I mean, and honestly, 
if you're the more prepared you are, the better to do a half hour or whatever it is you want to do. And, you know, um, then just do it. Get out there and do it. So I'm, I'm basically doing the old Herb Brooks trying to encourage these people uh, about their uh, about their content and their shows. And the one guy who was there was the guy who owns this. It's uh, it's a business called First Micro Greenery. And he brought this for me. And he, like, brought it for the teacher. You know, like when you go, you bring an apple to school. This guy brought me, this is known as Mr. Micro. And at first I thought the dude was crazy. I'm like, uh, I go, hello, I'm Eric. He goes, I'm Chris, and I have a gift for you. And I go, and I'm like, what the fuck? What is this? He goes, this is Mr. Micro. That's 100% organic, edible wheatgrass that I grew for you. And I go, okay, okay wow. You know, so I'm now between you and me, and I'm sure him, because he's probably going to listen to this. I was like, who is this crazy man that's in front of me? And he's giving me this shit. But I said, okay, just uh, take it home, do some research, figure out what's going on here. He wants, he is what, like a rare, a rare, rare thing. He, um, let me check this out. In 2017, I'll share this with you. Chris, that's the guy right there. This dude with the professor's outfit. This is his website. This is his business. You might have even seen this if you live kind of where I do. 2017, Chris Huntoon was introduced to microgreens. After learning about their super nutritional value, he went to the local grocery store to buy some. They didn't have any. So he eventually found some in a health food store, like a bag salad, half dead in a clamshell lifeless baby plants in a clamshell he decided to do something about it and the rest is history so this is what you call i guess a uh, urban garden okay so check this fucker out he's got a whole business uh selling shit like all of this arugula broc- uh, broccoli cilantro pet grass radish mix sunflowers wheatgrass and i was uh i'm like oh my god so he he wants to do a podcast there he is. There's Mr. Micro right there. Mr. Micro boosts your mood. <laughs> I've got one of those. So, okay. You might think, who the hell is going to listen to a podcast about this? Now, that's a fair question. This is what I say. I say there is an audience for everything. Everything. And you have all the knowledge necessary to talk about it. Your job, find the audience, go to the places where they are, and let them know there's a podcast about something they like. And then your other job, don't be shitty. If you're boring, you're dead. So have you ever been around a group of people and you make them laugh and or they're interested in what you're talking about? 
if you say no, well, then that you have some serious work to do. But if you have learned to capture that, that's called engagement, being interesting. You want to hear what the person has to say. Don't be long-winded and boring and full of minutia and stupid shit. Make yourself the selling point. You. So that they're loving not only what you're talking about, but how you're talking about it. If you kind of just sit there and drone on, it's going to be fucking terrible. You're going to be featured on Who Are These Podcasts. So, I mean, would I want to hear a show about about that? Of course not. But I'm not the target. Find the audience and then work. Work on what you plan on doing. Now, some are going to get this quicker than others. But for those of that's that's what you have to do. It's the only way to get people to listen to your podcast. And then try to find out other people who are doing what you're doing. Uh, network with them. Get on their podcast. Be fun. And uh, yeah, that's it. You know, uh, that's just keep doing that. Don't ever stop doing all those things. I just, I know that's a lot, but do all those things. And uh, you should be able to figure it out. I go, because if you think about it, if you listen to any podcast, you're listening to the people and you, let's say you start to like, you, you, you want to hear what they have to say. You want to hear what the host has to say. Okay. That's why you listen. So don't think that the information Go into this with the information that you're providing about being a teen mother or growing that or uh, interviewing authors. Yeah, that's all great, but you got to, I mean, you, you have another bullet in the gun and that's you. Let your personality kind of uh, seed, if you will, and uh, let it grow. Work on it. I said the, the podcaster I was three years ago is not the podcaster I am now. I was like deer in the headlights. Oh, God pisses me off how terrible it was thank you for not leaving me god so terrible shit i don't dare listen to that shit so okay that's what that's uh what happened to this guy and so i i really uh appreciate and respect this guy he's like you know i i felt i found a need and here it is so here's my man chris Check them out. This farm is environmentally verified. Cropping system, microgreens. You can't get this sign right here on my man unless you you know what the fuck you're doing. I mean, look at this place. It's an oasis. Look at first microgreenery is an M-A-E-A-P. Guess that's important. Uh, verified urban farm located on the corner of First and Broadway, Northwest Grand Rapids, Michigan. We sell uh, living plants in a cup. So you get the freshest produce available today at the microgreen stage. A plant has its highest nutritional value because all the flavor and nutrition are concentrated. We are not a factory farm. We grow microgreens to order for you. We serve private chefs, restaurants, caterers, foodies, customers with medical needs, and for special events. We are now wholesale to the public, only using the nutrients from the seed. So this guy knows everything there is to know. About and look at my man, Mr. Micro. That's him. He even has, like, this is what you do. You buy the fucking kit. So you buy the kit, and then it tells you how to do it. You put the shit in there, and then uh, the seeds, you put a nylon around it, you dump it in there, into the bag, and then uh, you got the rubber ball now, or the, the, the rubber band to seal the ball. You make the nose 
on the fucking thing. And then you glue on the eyes, throw it in the cup, water it, place the water in the cup. And then that's what happens. Voila. Look at here's a happy mom. I don't know if she's Mrs. Microgreen or what, but here's the kid. He's having, look at, he's really playing with the wrong end of the scissors here. This is, (laughs) that's looking rough. You might want to take those away from little buddy. Adorable, by the way. So mom is doing something fun with it. Eric, why are you doing a commercial for Mr. Michael? Well, the guy gave me the plant for God's sake. So lighten up. I think it's great. I was proud of the guy. Jesse says that guy's podcast on microgreens is probably more interesting than a show put on featuring some other Chris. <laughs> Elbow from the back of the room to our buddy Hot Wings. All right. So I thought that was fun. You're like, Zane, are you becoming an old man? Well, I don't know, man. I just... Uh, yeah, there you go. Um, if, if you, if you like visit him and say, Hey, Eric Zane was talking about you. I'm going to see him again. First, the number one, first microgreenery.com wordy website. That's all right. First microgreenery.com. I think that's right. There you go. If that's your thing, that's a freebie for you. Dear Meathead, in 35 minutes. Uh, by the way, being the podcast professor that I was, um, I was invited on this nice lady's show next week. Her name is Pamela. It's an interview show. Hold on. Mr. Michael Green is blocking the view of the dog, so we can't have Um, so this nice lady, I'm like, okay, yeah. Um, one of the key things you can do is get on other shows, podcasts. So make friends with people and, uh, get on their podcast. She goes, will you come on my podcast? I go, yeah, of course. I, I, I'm in the habit of saying yes first right away to everything. Will you? And then Yes. Right away. I always answer yes. And if I can't do it, then I come back. Now, I'll, I'll check my schedule always. The first thing I do is I'll check my schedule. If, I can't, if I'm free, yes, I'll do it. I'll be there. I don't care what it is. I'll do it. Uh, that is called building a network. All right. So I'll be on her podcast. I don't know what the hell we're going to talk about. But she interviews people, so I'm excited about it. Dear Meathead happens in 34 minutes. Send your questions along to eric at ericsaintshow.com. Aram sent one. Let's see here. It's harder for me to get the questions because uh, I'm off Facebook. Dean has a question about the idiot freedom convoy with the stupid Canadians. John has a question. Let's see. Uh Uh-huh. Question about virtual reality for my dad. I don't know if he's going to know what that is. He's going to be 88. 
Uh, Dennis with a question about cars for my dad. Ask your dad to explain greater than and less than to you. I think I know it now. Thanks anyways. Okay. Joe Moore. And as, well, so we're, we actually have a pretty fair supply dating back to February 1. Okay. All right. We'll see if we can make it happen. But if you have a, a question you want to send it along, by all means, Eric at ericzaneshow.com for Dear Meathead with my beloved father. This show happens each and every weekday starting at 8 a.m. Eastern time. Monday through Friday, that is, each day of the work week. And you can catch it live on Twitch, twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Uh, when you go and uh, check it out on either the app or on your desktop or whatever, some people are like, I don't want to have, I don't want to download the app. Just download the app. Okay. That's the way you do it. Search my name, uh, Eric Zane, Eric Zane live, and you will find it. And then uh, follow me, follow me on the thing. That doesn't cost you anything to follow me. If you want to subscribe, that does give you uh, a couple of uh, uh, advantages. What are the advantages? You get the show minus any in-show commercial interruption. If you can sign up for free with your Amazon Prime account, just search on my um, twitch.tv slash Live page for the big red button that says uh, sign up for free with Twitch Prime. Do that. Just takes you a couple seconds. Fill it out. And then... Uh, that is, uh, that'll help me so very, very much. I appreciate that. Twitch.tv slash Eric Zane live. Twitch brought to you by Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid, and EV. All right. Facebook.com slash Eric Zane fan page. When I'm not banned, uh, the ban is lifted midday March 8th. So plenty of time left in the most recent suspension. Thank you to Irvine's for sponsoring Facebook. Uh, follow me on Twitter, at Eric Zane Show on Twitter, brought to you by Blue Frost IT. And then the almighty YouTube, brought to you by My Policy Shop Insurance, Frank the Tank Fuss. Okay, thank you so much for that. Oh, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, as always, you can reach out to me anytime with an email. Old school, I realize, but uh, that's a great way to communicate with me. I try to respond to everything. You can send an email, eric at ericzaneshow.com. Brought to you by Shoreliners Striping. Stripe the parking lot when the snow melts with Shoreliners Striping. Diana says to me, um, can you get your truck out of the garage? It's, a, it's large. The truck occupies a lot of space. Big old Silverado. I go, why? She goes, I just think I need more room. She just got this new car. It's a fantastic car. She is so happy. Pooh Bear points overflowing. And um, did you know that on uh, on this car, the hybrid, um, there's no exhaust pipe that you can see. Like, I don't know how they did that or where it is, but... Um, I know there's exhaust. I just, you know, how like you see like the, the two pipes coming out of the back or in some cases, one coming out of the back. This doesn't have that. You can't even see it. The motor, it's like a one cubic inch motor on this vehicle. 
There's so many fun things on this car that I probably won't discover them all until, well, first of all, I'm not allowed to even look at it. I'm actually looking forward today to later on because she says to me, so I'd like to go to the basketball game with you to see the boys play basketball. Can you get tickets? I go, yeah, of course. I, I didn't sound like her. I just did. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course. Okay. I go, can I, can I, uh, since we're all going as a group, can I, can I drive? Just okay. Yeah. 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 You can. She's like super like possessive of the car. So she's like, can you get your uh, vehicle out of the garage? I go, why? She goes, Cause I need more room. And she actually, I, I'm like, yeah, absolutely. I'm going to do that. I'm getting mine out because she doesn't want to accidentally run into anything, which, you know, no offense, but it is a fact. Um, all women suck at driving. I am never going to change my mind about this. I'm not saying that I don't suck at driving. I do. But not all men suck at driving. All women, regardless of um, socioeconomic status, color of skin, size of boobs, you do not have the acumen to drive a vehicle. You should not be behind the wheel of a vehicle. It should be illegal for women to drive anything, anywhere, for as long as they breathe air. They should instill this in the schools. They should say, uh, we are equal. Women should make equal money as men. Women should be president. Uh, women are the glue of any household, but you do not possess driving skills. You have no capacity to do this. You're a reckless, horrible gender, uh, species, whatever you want to call it. You're the absolute worst. So that's it. There's no if, ands, or buts about it. You can't convince me any and uh, any other way about this, but all women suck at driving. I will take this to my grave, and that's the end of it. Now, again, I, I am bad at driving. I am as bad as all of you women. I admit that. You're right. I am quite feminine, though. There is a, a deep feminine side to me, and I think... Uh, some of your disease is in me. So I am right there with you. But the difference is I'm not a stupid asshole like you are. I realize it and admit it. I know I'm bad at driving. And so I have to focus, hyper-focus, and I am admitting my faults. And that makes you one, makes me one million times better than you. Because you ignorant sluts continue to insanely say, no, 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 I'm an excellent driver. You're not. You are not. And that's it. You're not going to convince me otherwise. You cannot control a vehicle, nor can I. And that's why I have the authority to say such a thing. 
because I am terrible too. But I'm still a million times better because I know it and I admit it. So, that is where I stand on that. Now, back to what I was talking about. When Diana says, uh, I need more room, I'm like, you you see, now some of my wisdom is rubbing off on you. You are looking big picture. And that, because you know one day you're going to just go into the garage and and it's like the fucking carnival bumper cars so i applaud you my dear for um looking way down the road which that is like uh, a metaphor because women don't look a few seconds down the road they don't they just look at the car that is three inches in front of theirs when they're driving because they all tailgate and drive like fuck um, you know, I, I, I think I can't even get behind my own insult of I'm a terrible driver because especially when I'm in my gay magician outfit as a limo driver, I am ridiculously careful. Talk about a uh, space between the car in front of me. Um, I'm really good at that, but when I'm not at the limo job, that's when I kind of get reckless. But when I have passengers or I'm driving someone else's car, God, I'm great. So I, I have to take all of those uh, uh, bad things back about me. I'm not a bad driver. Uh, you all are. Um, there, if you were to uh, be in a, like, if I'm in a car with any woman and I'm, I'm hanging on to the oh shit bar and my eyes are wide and I'm like, oh my God, you know, I can, I can um, um, see every speck of paint on the uh, license plate in front of me. Do you think you could put, uh, I don't know, five to 10 centimeters between you and the car in front of you? Well, yeah, they're, they're in my way though. I go, yeah, I know that, but you do realize that you're making them terribly nervous. And if they stomp on the brakes, you're going to hit them. And and this is your fault. Someone could get killed. You might want to back off the gas and just lower your aggression here. You're in a great, you're a horrible disgusting human being, aggressive driver. You're the worst. And they, they won't listen to you. Um, you're an idiot. And then when they hit someone, they, they attack the driver in front of them. Okay. And then the police show up and then, uh, give them a, a citation and take them to jail. Uh, and then hopefully they're not drunk, which they usually are like all of you are all the damn time. And then you don't learn anything. You're in front of a judge. You're convicted of manslaughter. And then the the day you get out, um, your family member picks you up from prison. And then you say, move over. I got some driving to do. And then they, they get in the passenger seat and they're, they're holding uh, you hostage. And then you take off like a bat out of hell and you've learned nothing. That's, that's what happens with these... Uh, annoying, ignorant, dangerous, criminal people uh, driving behind a wheel known as women. And that that is, you cannot change my mind about this. It should be illegal for any woman to drive a vehicle. If I, if I were governor of Michigan, I would run on this. I would say, hey, I want to be 
your governor, and uh, I am uh, taking this from Governor Whitmer, and I'm going to say, fix the damn roads. And everybody's going to say, wow, you want to do that too? You want to actually fix the potholes? And no, 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 no. Fix the roads is um, ban women from driving. Then the roads would be fixed. Okay? And then that's where I would go, and I would hopefully win the election. I know all the guys agree with me. The only ones who aren't making comments are the ones that are afraid that they're going to get in trouble. Uh, Amanda, you see, she keeps going down this road. She says, says someone that crashed his car because he was fucking with his radio. Well, I, I just, I just admitted that when, that I do do that. I, I, you see, I, I, I'm not, I'm not arguing with you. You're arguing with me because you're a stubborn bitch and that's what stubborn bitches do. Okay. I, I agree with you and you're going, no, I'm great. You're not, you're not, you're horrible. You're a horrible driver. Okay. Everybody knows it. How the hell did I get on that topic? Oh my God. I was not expecting that. It just flew out of me and I'm so happy that it did. Oh, it was because Diana. Yeah. She goes, I want you to move your car, get it out of the garage. Go, oh, you know what? I like, I like the way you're going with this. Back that fucking thing out, and now she has the whole garage. Okay? So two spots. She parks it right in the middle. It's impossible to fuck this up. We are now, um, let's see, the car was obtained on Monday, I believe. Yes. And we are two days in. It has already depreciated probably $10,000. And um, the car is still intact. Now, I love this car. It's a fantastic vehicle. But And I'm in this stage now where I want to really take care of it. So the roads around here are covered in salt. So I actually have a plan to wash it like every day to keep the salt off it. I am so hypersensitive about this car. I'm like in love with this car. I cannot wait to drive this car coming up um, later on today. I'm just stoked about it. Oh my God. Hang on a second here. Megan. Hold on. D-I-N. I love Megan so much. She thought I was mad at her the other day because joke that she thought I was taking poorly. It's like, no, no. Oh my God. Did you hear the car that Diana got? Did what? Did you hear the car? Oh, sorry. You're on the podcast. Oh, okay. Did you hear the car that Diana got? No, because I'm trying to be a good mom and not listen to you while I'm with my kids. And I just dropped them off. You're making a good decision. She got a 2022 Accord hybrid. Diana did? Yes. That's amazing. Yes. That's a that's a really good choice, especially up from the other car she was in. Well, yeah, the Dodge. I mean, I wasn't going to say it, but yes. Yeah, the, the Dodge was fine, and we're going to keep that thing. I'm going to give that to Jim. Jim needs that car. Okay. Oh, yeah. You can fit lots of kids in there. Yeah. But no, I'm super excited about that. I don't know that we've seen an Accord hybrid. Yeah, so that is, I, I know you're all about hybrids and stuff like that. So I just wanted to share yeah. that with you. So I'm not even super allowed, awesome. I, she won't even let me look at it, but she is going to let me drive it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I just made a comment on the show. I want to see if you agree with this or not. But I made okay. a comment on the show, and the comment went like this. Um, 
some men like me are terrible drivers. Now, I can't say that about me when I'm driving limo because I'm really hyper-focused on the customer and keeping the car on the road and being extra cautious. But when I'm alone, I'm kind of a, a dumbass. So mm-hmm. I made that statement. And then I said, so where I am like that, um, that is also true of all women drivers. No, can't agree. I said all women drivers are the worst drivers in the world. Well, no, no I don't. No, I don't agree with it. That's not. I just. Why? How, how could you possibly not? Well, because I'm an, I, listen, I'm not going to say I'm a good driver because I'm going to go cause an accident right now <laughs> if I say that. But <laughs> I know a lot of women who are very good drivers and do not cause accidents and who are not distracted drivers. Do you follow too close to the car ahead of you? Typically not. I don't really have, listen, I drove a Prius for so long that I drive like an asshole. Um, like I don't want to waste my gas. Oh yeah. You drive slow. You drive slow. I just don't have my foot on the pedal. It's just not the the biggest thing in my head to like be right up on somebody. And I'm going to get there when I get there. This is what I'm going to do. I have, I am going to, uh, somehow monitor your driving skills and report back to the world about your driving. Okay. And if I so catch should you, I come should I come pick you up? No, I'm going to keep it on cuz I know what your vehicle looks like. It has markings on it. It does not. It, it doesn't? I thought you drove no. I thought you drove an Irvine's car. Um I had my wrap removed. My contract was up and my kids thought it was embarrassing when I picked him up from school and then we also got a new car. So Brian is in the Prius now and I'm in an SUV. But Damn it. Oh no, I that's know. bad news. You're going to kill somebody. <laughs> okay well all of these women Don't speak those words over me Eric. sorry sorry that's rude all of these women the usual suspects are so pissed off at me right now so you better hope you don't get an accident because everybody is going to talk shit about you for yeah, a long time i know i know i know it's true uh rick from tc paintball says get out of the left lane <laughs> I don't drive in the left lane unless I'm passing someone. I know that. I'm a very good driver. I don't always use my turn signals, but otherwise I'm pretty good. All right. I love you. I love you too. I love everybody. I look forward to seeing you soon. I'll see you. I'll see you uh, uh, maybe Friday. It depends on when I get this uh, Jim's car. But okay. I'll, I'll let you know. Good. I'm going to keep you updated. Sounds good. I'll see you. Okay. Bye-bye. So Jim's car is... Uh, like I was telling you about, my son has, he has that 07 Accord, the one that I had that I smashed into when I was fucking with the radio. He's had that car forever. I gave it to him when he graduated, like from high school or some shit. So, but he's owned it. So I, I'm not convinced it's in great running order, but Madison is going to get that car. So he's like, yeah, dad, it needs brakes and it needs an oil change. I go, don't worry, don't worry about it. Just drive it to Irvine's. So I'm taking that car to Megan. And I said, all right, do your worst. And when I say that, I mean, do your best. So they're going to fix that fucking thing so that it's running fantastic. And that's, that's my car saga. Rick from TC paintball is here. My God, I love you so much. Um, He writes, it's simple. If there is someone behind you, whether there is someone in front of you or not, get over, stop congestion, lessen the chance of accidents. Well, now, wait a minute. Are you talking about if you're in the right lane? Hold on a minute here. 
I need to get to the bottom of this. All right. In your sundress. <laughs> Rick. Hey, Rick, you're live on the podcast. I don't know if you knew that. I knew that. Thank you. I wonder what we'll argue about today. So if I'm in the right lane and I'm traveling slow and someone's uh, in the right lane behind me, I have to get over? No. Okay, good. No, the right lane is where you should be for slow traffic. Right. That's where so I... people drive yeah. in the left lane and it drives me absolutely batty. I'm with you. I beat the hell out of my steering wheel in the morning. It's not good for me. When I'm in the... I'm so... Because I don't drive fast, but if I'm in the right lane and there's that person like drag racing me in the left lane and I see the guy behind the slow guy in the left lane wanting to get past him, I actually, in the right lane, drop my speed so that he can pass him on the right. See, that's above and beyond. Yeah, I go out of that way because the, the point is when cars are close, bad things happen. Exactly. Congestion. Exactly. So I, even though him passing on the right is not a good maneuver, it's still better than us all bunched together like cocks. I agree with that 100%. Um, now, the one thing I don't agree with is I remember back to days of driver's training when they said you shouldn't do that. Uh, you should keep them, you should maintain a constant speed so that they can adjust off of you. But there's so much, dare I say, fuckery going on in those lanes that. I think uh, evasive action needs to be taken sometimes. Yeah. You know, let, yeah, I, I, I agree with you because you know that that fucker in the left lane ain't even going to consider moving. How about, how about this? I slow down, you go to make the pass, and then guy in the left speeds up and blocks you in again. Now that's a new level of butt fuckery. Are you talking about passing on the right right now? So you're passing the guy on the right who's in uh, the guy on the left is super slow, but the guy who's super slow senses you're going to pass him and he takes off to keep you. From- well, well, number one, fuck that guy. Number two, I don't like the maneuver passing on the right. I think that becomes very reckless and very dangerous. And don't get me wrong. I am an asshole driver. I drive, I pass, I speed. I want to get to where I'm going and I want people to get the hell out of my way. And I like to ride people's asses just to make a point. So they know that they're doing wrong. I do all those things, but I do not like, not that I won't do it, but I don't like passing on the right. Cause I think it's a whole nother level of recklessness, but I, I hate the people that sit in the left lane and I feel like I can read their minds. Like their justification is, well, there's somebody in front of me, so I can't go anywhere anyway. Yeah, but if there's somebody behind you, get the hell out of their way and let them make their way through and treat everybody else like a simpleton and get them to move over by riding one inch off of their bumper. I tell you what, man, as I have gotten old, I am now, I am becoming just, I just get out of fucking everybody's way. I don't want anything to do with you. And I just, I just, I don't want to be part of the problem. Well, you and I are different, but I, I mean, I think we both echo that. Like you're saying the same thing I'm saying. We're trying to reduce congestion yeah. and I'm in a, I'm typically, you know, got too many things on my place. So I'm trying to get to where I'm going, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, the whole world's in a hurry. I'm one of those people that are in a hurry, which I'm okay with that. And honestly, if you come up, if I'm doing 85 in the left lane and you're doing 90 behind me, I'll get over. It's the same courtesy. Like you have a, 
you've got a uh, um, uh, you got to be somewhere quicker than I need to get somewhere. Your time is important to you. My time is important to me. So I'm going to get out of your way and not act like my schedule is your schedule. Rick, I'm looking at a comment on a different different topic from Wings Guy 71 who says Rick would have been proud of me yesterday. I refused to sign a petition to raise the minimum wage to $15 an hour. And I told the lady to fuck off because she kept hounding me. Yes. <laughs> yes. I love that. All right. Um, Rick, we have to plan our next paintball event. Uh, so we should have that conversation off the podcast. Unless you're going to dump me. I don't know. Are you dumping me? Uh, it kind of depends on where the conversation goes today. Oh, okay. Good. <laughs> All right. Um, I mean, the, the last check cleared, right? It sure did. And thank you for that. You, do you have a pile of those labels somewhere? Rick always sends me the check and on the address label to me, it's some snarky joke, uh, callback to something I've said, uh, him insulting me about my point of view on things. They're gold. They're gold. They are gold. And I take pictures of them and send them back to you with a middle finger. Uh, final question. Um, should all women be banned from driving? Oh, uh, see, now you're just trying to get get some reaction out of your comments. Uh, or out of your content, rather. No, no. I mean, okay. I'll take the, the real world okay. approach. And I'll say, no, they shouldn't be. But no matter what gender, what race, um, what anything that you are, there are good and bad drivers. And if okay. you're not comfortable going fast, if you're not sure what you're doing, get in the right lane. Do you if think... you have somewhere to go, if you want to pass the people in front of you, yeah. get in the left lane until somebody is behind you. And then no matter what speed you're traveling, if there's somebody behind you, get over for them. And that lessens congestion. Is there any, uh, do you think that there are more shitty women drivers than men drivers? <laughs> you're trying to lead me into it aren't you <laughs> i don't know if i need any more enemies okay fair enough um let's see wait amanda had something oh she says i bet amanda says i bet rick is one of those douchebags that does not believe in the zipper merge is that where do you stand on the zipper merge Okay, so my first instinct, and when the first when the, when the zipper when the term zipper merge was coined, I hated it because I don't believe anybody is ever going to do it correctly. Now, I I am that guy. If there is a backup where two lanes converge down to one lane and nobody has planned ahead, and there's a long backup in that lane, I'm not letting those guys fly by me. You're not. But, no, I'm not letting them fly by me. If we're at a bumper to bumper standstill and there's no room to get in. Now, I believe in the concept of zipper merge if you do it appropriately. If you do it a mile out or whatever a warning that they give you and you're traveling at, a, at an appropriate rate of speed and nobody has to slow way down or speed way up to make it happen. If we can maintain some distance in between vehicles before we get to the point where it shrinks down to one lane, uh -huh. yes, I believe in the concept yeah. of zipper merge. That's, the that's, problem is that's... the real-world application of it that nobody does it ahead of time. They try to get as far as they can yeah. and they wait for a backup and then they're trying to use both lanes after it's backed up and that doesn't work you're supposed to use both lanes what you described is not a zipper merge what you described was just getting over a mile before and hope that everybody does it and then all of a sudden everybody lines up and it, what what is now what could be a one mile backup is a two mile backup 
Well, sometimes it's unavoidable, though. I mean, if you're talking about levels of uh, 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 volume of traffic that are, you know, at, at high points during the day or whatever, then your your nice fancy zipper merge turns into right. a backup. If so, there's just too many cars there to create that space, it's just not going to work. So um, let me get this straight: the Michigan Department of Transportation in the state of in the state of in the state police in Michigan enforce the zipper merge and give people like you a ticket. But that's not going to stop you because Rick has his own law, correct? That's just not what I'm saying. You're putting words in my mouth. I'm saying the concept of zipper merge uh, is correct, but I don't think it's yeah. it's applied at, uh, appropriately yeah. often Well, enough. I know, but you just said that you're going to break the law. By not letting that person over? Yeah. If that's the only way I break the law in a day, I think I'm doing pretty well. All right, you heard it. Rick is a lawbreaker, and he doesn't care about uh, the rules that we all have to live by. He just does his own thing. It sounds about right. Okay, perfect. That's one way to say it. That's all one way right. to say it. All right, get out of here. All right, bye. I'll see you. All right. I love that shit. Uh, Boomer Bob says, me first. Me, 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 me. Out of my way. Me, 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 me. Uh, I agree with Bob. And then he wrote, fuck off. Amanda is pissed off. I think Sarah... Uh, uh, left. She was so annoyed with all of this conversation. She actually left the audience. A lot of calls going out to uh, sh- people enjoying the show live today. What do you want? Did you really quit listening? No. Okay, good. Well, you said I'm done. Goodbye. And then you keep yeah. listening. Well, what's the point of that? What's the point of announcing your fucking departure and then not leaving? I don't know. You're a Just jackass. Just making me angry. Yeah. I really want to know why Diana got a new car. Let's talk about that. Oh. How women are such bad drivers. Well, we needed one. So obviously we need to discuss that. Well, I know, That's but we need to I, I, hey, I follow instructions and I was given and an order. And then the first time you drive it and try to put it up on the dolly up at the... Uh, you're going for north oh. you're going to screw it up and run it up and over that car is not going to get put on the dolly <laughs> <laughs> okay oh who's laughing now i hey i've got no comment i've got no comment you you nosy asshole okay i, I love, love you, you. I you love know you too. i love you i know you do and i love you too okay okay hey, see ya. i got to go i got to get my dad on here uh, you look so amazing in that sundress. I remember that now. Uh, what do I need to do here before I get to my dad? All right. Uh, don't forget about Patreon. If you really want to support the show, um, get more show. Uh, I, 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 you know, some people say, hey, I got a donation button. All right, fine. But I, if, if there's going to be cash changing hands from your pocket to my pocket, You got to get something, man. So there you go. Patreon sign up. 15 plus hours of content each and every week. If you like the Eric Zane Show podcast, you'll love the Patreon too. Gives you something more to listen to other than just the free podcast, which is a couple hours a day. But still, patreon.com slash Eric Zane. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. The open of this show brought to you by A&E Heating and Cooling. 616-516-8579. You will need them. For any scheduled maintenance, 
a tune-up on your heating or air conditioning systems, a new install if yours goes kaput or you just know you need one. They'll install the Comfort Maker brand, which is the Cadillac of furnaces or air conditioners. 616-516-8579. Dumpster divers remind you that we're getting close to spring cleaning. Get a dumpy in the driveway and then fill it full of your shit. Get rid of the clutter. You don't want to be a pack rat. Okay. Uh, Call and uh, uh, reach out about uh, demolition, junk removal, things like that. 616-375-9962. All services from dumpster divers in West Michigan. Call for an estimate. The dumpsters that they put in your driveway take just as much garbage and junk as any other long, um, low-wall dumpster that takes up a lot of space. It's a high-wall dumpster. It's going to be more compact-looking, but it's still, you can put as, as much shit into those as you do any other dumpster. But they're priced lower. They have a lower weight limit, okay? So, you know, if you rent from any other dumpster company, you're paying for a weight limit that you are not going to achieve. So you're paying for something you don't need. Dumpster Divers has a lower threshold of weight. You will pay less. 616-375-9962. My policy shop insurance, Frank the Tank Fuss. Oh my gosh. If you or someone you know or love is turning 65, this is for you. You'll need help navigating the Medicare system. Have Frank do it for you. It's free. I'm not kidding. Call or text 616-914-4070. Eric Zane sent me. I'll be uh, utilizing the Medicare system soon. Can you help me? That's all you got to do. He'll lead you through the rest. Call or text Frank, 616-914-4070. The Eric Zane Show podcast is powered by the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. This thing's amazing. These people sent me one, and I'm so happy. I love it so much. It's a lock. It's a 2K camera. It's a doorbell. Three-in-one, triple security. You know, a lot of the times when you buy something that's like a camera so you can see who's at your door, you're going to have to pay a monthly fee. That is not the case with the Eufy Video Smart Lock E330. And by the way, I want you to search E-U-F-Y Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. The Eufy Video Lock is easy to install, set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. Thank goodness, because if I did that, there'd be holes all over the place. It'd be horrible. Keyless entry, no more fumbling for the keys when your hands are full. Never worry about the kids losing keys or passing among the renters. One second unlocking with, get this, AI self-learning chip embedded. The more you use it, the more accurate it will be. It's fingerprint recognition on this thing. You got to try this out. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or go to eufyofficial.com slash video lock. Full three-in-one triple security with Eufy. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. We already talked about Irvine's Auto Repair, Grand Rapids Hybrid. We had Megan on a short time ago. I'll be taking uh, Jim's old car there to have that thing uh, reworked. 616-532-6600. If you need any help at all, if you're in West Michigan, that's where you take your car. Unbelievable. Unbelievable in every regard. Servicing all makes and models of domestic, Asian, European, specializing in hybrids and EVs. 616-532-6600. You need a mortgage, you need Mario. The Mario Flores Lakeshore team of Van Dyke Mortgage. Refi, first mortgage, 10th mortgage, great credit, horrible credit, doesn't matter. He'll take care of everything. Truth be told, you folks that have credit, that's kind of like, I don't know. You're going to need a little more TLC. He's up to the challenge. 231-332-6505 from anywhere in the U.S. with the exception of Maine, Alaska, South Carolina, and Hawaii. Talk to Rick from TC Paintball. Today is Little League Day at TC Paintball. TCPaintballGR.com. Cannot wait till we can get back there and have another big paintball war. Paintball War 18. Get a hold of Rick. Talk to him about how shitty he is at the zipper merge and how much of a lawbreaker he is at TCPaintballGR.com. Get your kids in there. Get the boys in there. Bachelor party. uh, Workplace team building tcpaintballgr.com All right, Dear Meathead, brought to you by my friends at JM Synthetics online at jmsynthetics.com Let's bring them in right now Good morning Hi Dad, how are you? Okay Happy uh, happy Wednesday, happy Dear Meathead Day <laughs> Thanks honey, same to you <laughs> Uh, How's it going? It's going well. You sound cheery, chipper, and in a good mood. Well, I don't have any reason to be in a bad mood. I got my sweetheart sitting next to me. and I love that. And then yeah. uh, looking at the snow that's uh, quite a bit on the front, and that's about it, you know. Yeah, I think it's supposed to get a little weird in the next day or so with snow. Yeah. Yeah. You guys, uh, when we get that snow, you don't get the same amount of snow the same day, do you? Sometimes it, uh, it sometimes it goes where we get it first, and then it comes over to your side. Yeah. Other times it comes from the south, and uh, you get it first. It uh, yeah. kind of just depends, you know. For some reason, I, I'm just not dealing with this winter this year. You're not. You're not. You're not feeling it. You're not. You're not liking it. I'm not liking it. Yeah, you need to get out of the house more. Is what you need. Well, what am I doing with getting out of the house? Well, let's see. We occasionally go for a little ride. Oh, uh, oh. After we buy some groceries and so forth. And yeah. You know, the but, uh, uh, footing outside probably isn't that good, so I imagine a walk is not a great idea. Oh, the, the driveway is not good until it's done and it's totally melted. Right now, it's like uh, somebody really uh, scrubbed it all down yeah. and all that. It's, but then again... It, yeah, somebody did it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I you're the type of guy that 
you know, if you see four inches of ice, you're excited. Oh, hey, yeah. two inches. Yeah, that's great for you. That's great news. But then the neighbor does it, and you get mad. <laughs> well, what can I say? You're like, hey, what are you doing? I wanted to break that up and melt it. Yeah, I do. I was out there trying to do the edge of the grass yesterday, and he's like doing uh, rocks. You're gonna st- so stiff and hard. Yeah. yeah. You're gonna melt that snow so quickly. I expect you to be mowing your grass by the by the weekend. <laughs> no, I hardly think so. I'm not gonna be doing that far. <laughs> wow. Have you ever thought about maybe purchasing a treadmill? <laughs> we had one. Oh yeah? Joanne, we had one. I don't remember. I don't know if you'd have the room for it, but uh I mean wait, that- wait, wait a minute, what did we do? Oh, oh yeah, all right. Okay. Well, then that's out. Um, yeah. Well, you know, you should go up north or something. We uh, we thought about that, but uh, it don't look so good. Well, I know, I mean, but we can get together. I mean, if I go up there and they got, we were up there. Yeah, I know. You should go up there for like, I don't know, just uh, more often, I guess. Well, I mean, we burned half of a tree. Not we, I did. Yeah, that's that's good. I mean, because that, that gives you something to do, you know? Because but Man, I can't walk in that thing. It's up and down. I got the stick in my hand. What if we put you in a chair and give you an axe, and you can just, <laughs> like, repeatedly hit a piece of wood? No, 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 no. Man, it was a mess out there. Come on. And nobody even shovels up there, you know? Oh yeah, I know it. It's uh, it's kind of. It, I think there's snow to like June. I, I mean, don't know, but there's there was a lot, a lot of up and down snow. Uh huh. No, I get it. I get it. Holy. And moly. you don't bike. You don't do crap. Well, um, you know, I, 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 I'll have to, I'll have to put my uh, thinking cap on and and come up with think about more things you can do because I, you know. Outside of snow, Rob's snow removal business, um, that that's that's probably what's slowing you down. You're not you're not getting out to be. Any- I, well, that's true because I'm generally outside and doing the grass and. Why don't um Why don't I set you up with a microphone, and you can do your own podcast every day? <laughs> no, thank you. I could not. Ever have your mentality to do that? Oh, I disagree. You just basically, this is what it would be. Um, and it could be random, you know? You get a notion in your head and just, no, you just no, push no. a button and you say, hey, let me tell you about black people. No, 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 no. Black people are wonderful people. I love them dearly. So uh, there's, there's no problem there. Yeah, I know. You would You would talk about how much you love them. Let me tell oh, you I how do. much I love black people. I do. Okay. I, mean, I like people, yeah. period. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So it's settled. We'll start a podcast for you. Oh, no. You know Forget how, it. We're doing good with you and I. That's you all. would have millions of listeners. Oh, really? I think so. Well, maybe I'd pick up cussing. So. Yeah. No, no, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't expect you to ever start swearing. I remember the first time I ever heard you swear. I actually remember it. It had a, had, it had an effect on me. We were. I must have been fifty years ago. Well, I was in the back seat of whatever car you were driving, and we were infuriating you with our behavior. 
And I think you said the F word. And I, I could not believe it. I was so oh my shocked. I was probably like 10. I was like, oh. I must have been my drinking days. Well, no, I don't. Well, you, you might have been drinking, but you weren't drunk. You were just upset about something. And man, I wow, that was life changing. I was like, that's incredible. I don't ever remember that. Oh, of course not. Of course not. But, you See, know. I haven't, I haven't done any swearing or cussing in God knows how many years right <laughs> uh, all right dad i got uh, first of all how was valentine's day did you do anything sweet for your valentine that would be joanne no we didn't do a whole lot yeah no. just, just uh love her like the same way you do every day huh yeah i think we did that i did that you did you mean you didn't go out in the snow and carve out a heart a giant life-size heart with a snow shovel i thought for sure no. you'd do something like that she, she didn't even tell me it was Valentine's Day, and I don't remember. <laughs> okay, good. All right. A uh, question here from Travis. Travis says, Dear Meathead, who was your favorite athlete, famous athlete, when you were growing up as a kid? Oh, boy. Or maybe um, well, as you, um, you know, maybe in your life, have you had a favorite athlete? When you were either a kid or when you're living here in Michigan or anything at all? Well, first of all, I was a soccer player. And my mentality of sports was strictly soccer. I even played soccer here in the United States. I think Joanne went to a couple of the games. Yeah, I do remember that. So... I really don't have a whole lot of memories with it. You, you know? don't. You'd have one athlete that you said, "Oh my God, that guy! I love him so much." No, I was concentrating on myself. I want to be the best, but then again, out here, I wasn't recognized that much. Okay. Uh, well, maybe oh. let's uh, fast forward to uh, you're living in the U.S. Maybe uh, did a particular hockey player interest you more than others? Well, unfortunately, I'm to a point. Um, um, Brain-wise, that yeah, I had tremendous amount of players over here that I was favored of, hockey-wise. Okay, so let me let me put a little bit of uh, maybe but I can I maybe re- I can remind you, I can help you out because I'm pretty sure I know who your favorite hockey player was. Eiserman was there one of the greatest ones I ever. That's loved. it. I was just gonna say it, but you did it for me. That's exactly oh. what I'm talking about. Oh yeah, I oh I really just just loved watching him. You know, um, oh. yeah, I, I, I am able to interact with him from time to time. He's a very nice man. Oh, yes. Uh, he, in so, fact, uh, last time I, I, I don't th- even know what his history is at this point. He is, uh, well, you know, he runs the Red Wings now, Dad. He, I, I honestly didn't know. Yeah, remember. he is the general manager. I remember that. I he, remember yeah, that. He's the boss now. He's in charge of the whole damn thing. Yeah, well. So that's See, I'm, cool. I'm really out of it. Nah, you're fine. Come on now. Hey, that's all right. Uh, you know, ever since uh, newspapers went away, Dad, you remember they used to deliver newspapers to us? Yeah. Since that went away, you know, you got to get your information from, like, online sources. So you'd have to go online to get that info so I can understand. Uh, hey, did you hear that Diana was on Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres the other day? No, we didn't. Diana 
went to California. Yeah, um, I remember that. And they had tickets to go see Ellen DeGeneres. And they were in the audience. And the show just aired on, I think, Monday. Oh, I wish we didn't know. Oh, we I didn't can, know. I wish we didn't Oh, I didn't even know that. Yeah, and you can. I've got some little still images from her in the audience with Jackie. So that, that's awesome. Yeah, that was fun. Yes. Right, right. Oh, you guys do great things. That's fine. That really is a good thing to do. All right, Dad. Uh, Aram writes this. Aram, my favorite. I hear from him all the time. He says, a very good morning to you, sir. Uh, to you, Aram. And then he writes, uh, a, a well-known businessman in the area has seen tremendous organic growth in his business over the past few years. Yet, he is still fearful that he might fail. What do you have to say that will snap this guy out of this Mickey Mouse attitude so that he can enjoy his success? So, I don't know if you can... He uh, signs it, signed Aram. And then, um, yeah, so what he's saying is he knows someone who has done very well for himself yet he's still scared that he's going to be a failure. What do you what do you have to say to that guy so he can drop that Mickey Mouse attitude? If he is at the point of success right now, he has to remain with that thought. Don't put yourself down, my friend. Keep on going. You can fail or you can succeed, but shoot on the success and stay with it. <laughs> You can have success or you can fail, but choose on the success? Yeah, stay on that success and don't let that thought enter your mind. Think of success, success, success. Don't think of failure. Dad, we're getting... do Do the best thing that you know that you think it's a point of success and keep it up. I like that, Dad. I think that's, uh, that, that's some great words of wisdom there. You got to believe in yourself. All right. What do you think? Dean writes this. He's another big fan of yours. He loves you and Joanne so much. Yes. He says, Hi, Dean. He says, Dear, dear Meathead, have you heard? Well, first of all, Dad, have you heard about that? Um, I think we might have talked about this. Uh, what do you think about the Freedom Convoy in Canada? All of the truckers blocking the Ambassador Bridge. Well, it's a good thing to let your, you know, feelings known, but I really did not approve that. Right. And it's over now. I realize that. I realize that because that right there caused a lot of problems. If you are supposedly trying to rebel against a thought, when your rebellious is going to cause others a pain, that's not a good thing to do. Okay. I mean, it stopped quite a few situations that was not supposed to be stopped. <laughs> All right. I got I'm I'm writing this down. I wrote your uh your rebellious is going to cause a pain that's not For good. Other people, that's right. Okay. Got it. All right. If, if you are part of the pain, man, get away from it. All right. 
If you are part of the pain, get away from it. That's right. Go to a point that you don't create the pain. I'm with you. Get away from it. All right. Um, have you ever owned Meathead, a hot rod, or a muscle car? Uh, or what is the coolest car you've ever known? Or, no, I'm sorry, that you've ever owned? Well, the coolest car we've ever had was the Riviera. I knew you were going to say the Riviera. Oh, that's a great car. That Buick. Oh, my gosh. That was. In fact, I think we had two of them. One of them somehow got stolen. Yeah. And we had got a, that one when we bought it was a used one. Then we bought a brand new one. The, uh, I remember the, I remember the first one and I remember being blown away at all of the little gadgets and stuff that it had inside of it. Oh my God. Yes. That was a great vehicle. And then some, somebody stole it. Yeah. Now that I don't remember. Was it stolen from your driveway? No, no, no. It was at the, uh, a shopping center. Oh my God. And, and who, who was, were you and Joanne both in the store? Yeah. So you walked out and like, where's the car? No. It was locked. It was, it was, and he was locked. Yeah. How did he get in there? I don't know. Yeah, and it was gone. So you kind of like obviously thought, well, where did I park? So you're kind of like wandering around the parking lot for a little while? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, Boy, my I God. I was mad. <clears throat> oh, I, you know, I don't remember that. Holy crap. Yeah. Did they ever find the car later? Yeah, they did. There was a part of it was missing, and they stripped it. You know. Oh my God, unbelievable! And I told, "What the hell are you going to give up back to me? I don't want to need half the thing is gone off of it." They <laughs> actually, they actually brought it back to your house. No, okay. I, I don't. I, I think we had to go identify it. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh let's see. Is there any other questions here? I thought I had some. Oh, how about this? Uh, Chris writes this. Dear Meathead, I have this friend named Bill Simonson. Bill always makes sports predictions, and he tells us how smart he is. The problem is he's usually wrong, and then he gets mad when he's wrong and yells at everyone. He's a really good guy, but he gets too mad at us when he's wrong. What do you think of my friend? What should I say to him? Please embellish. So he's constantly making predictions. Bill Simonson is. And then he's always wrong. And then people give him a hard time and he gets hurt. Uh, that's Bill, right? Yeah, that's Bill. Bill. Bill's a big baby. Bill, first thing is, don't really pay attention to the conversation. He doesn't. He never does. All right. Listen to it and let it go. It's his thoughts, his brain, his mentality, and it's his place to maintain his friends on a friendly level instead of forcing it down the throat of the friends and then even cuss at him or get mad at him. Forget it. It's not important at all. That's the guy's makeup. Yeah. Okay. To talk about it. That'll let you know he he wants to tell stories. R- yes, and I think that you're right on that. He's he kind of just, just 
Yeah. He's got to be. He, just, you know? he just he likes listening uh, to himself talk. To someone else doesn't cost you a penny. Yeah. It's just it, it might be a little maddening and boring. Yeah. It but. makes you mad. It, it makes you pull away from him. Yeah. You try to avoid him after a while because uh, you know he's boring, doing the same crap all the time. Yeah. You know, and try not to bring up a subject that he can get involved in it. Okay. All right. uh, yeah, I hey, see what you're saying. We all want to sound really smart. Right. He does time. too, but like he doesn't. A father that tells advice, gives advice to his son. Okay. Hey, I can't even compete with you right no. now. No. I, yes. Just let him go and maybe like, uh, you know, maybe like uh, he's, he's kind of just rambling on. You just nod. And then if he gets too long, maybe stop him in a tra- his track. Say, all right, I, I've heard enough. No, 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 no. Hey, listen, I got to get going. I have this thing to oh, do. Oh, okay. So, yep. Good uh, talking to you. Goodbye. Make up a story. I got you. Okay. Hello. All right. That's that's a yeah, great... In the meanwhile, the guy said what he wanted to say. All right. Very good. Very good, Dad. Hey, I want to go over some things you said here. I took a, <laughs> I took some notes. Uh, some of your words, meatheadisms, uh, words of wisdom. <laughs> <laughs> you made that up. Yeah. Meatheads. Yes. Meatheads. Meatheads. Words of wisdom. My mentality of sports is soccer. Uh, you said choose on the success. Uh, your rebellious is going to cause pain, and that's not good. And if you are part of the pain, get away. As well, right. as well as maintain, he, he needs to maintain his friends on a friendly level. Yes. Just, hey, that's a good idea. I, I love it. I love it. And I think it's it's perfect. It always is perfect. Well, I mean, you know, you know, peacemaking is one of the most wonderful things in the world. Exactly. Exactly. And you're, and you're a peacemaker. That's you. I never was. <laughs> you know, yeah. if someone messed around with me, I would be cockum. Yep, yep. You have you you've moved on. You've you've matured. You went you went from strike yeah. yeah, striking. Oh, no, I got old. Yes. <laughs> yeah, most most people. You know what? Old age is a great thing. I'm sorry. Old age is a great thing. Old, I'm going to add that to your words of wisdom. Old age is a great thing. Sure, as long as you're like I am, you know. <laughs> Okay, Dad, uh, any final thoughts on this round of Dear Meathead before I let you go? No. I, the, the only thing I have, I'm so grateful to you that you started the situation of uh, Meathead business. It, it really gives me some joy to get involved and do this. Dad, and then, yeah. When, the most beautiful thing is my wife sitting right next to me. I know it. And now she's beginning to participate, and that's great. Oh, she's, uh, oh my gosh, we should put her on a T-shirt. She said, no. <laughs> I think you got to put her on a system. Okay, Dad. You're the best. Thank you. I love you guys. I love you, too. Say hello to your sweetheart. And, uh, hey, uh, keep her out of California and going over there and messing around. Yeah, she's home now, man. We're all good. Okay. Okay, Dad. Talk to you, Joanne. Talk to you, Dad. All right. Love you. And by the way, yeah. Uh, Give some uh, comfort to your brother, huh? I think he might need to use it. My brother Jim? Yeah. He's doing great. I know he is, but that really, I didn't even know that uh, yeah. it happened what happened. Yeah, I'll, uh, I'll I'll fill the audience in on what it is. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I think it's all fine. 
All right, because I mean, he put his heart and soul into that, you know. Oh, I know it. He'll he's he's doing good. Okay. Okay. All right. All I right. love you, and I'll talk to you next week. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye bye. Bye. Dear Meathead, brought to you by JM Synthetics. Uh, I'll explain what he's referring to there in a second. Uh, first of all, it's a perfect opportunity to mention. That you too. Hey, Eric's selling something. Holy shit. A Dear Meathead t-shirt. Look at that handsome devil. Oh my gosh. You too can have a Dear Meathead t-shirt or a hoodie or whatever the hell. Uh, There you go. There's your Dear Meathead hoodie. The hoodie's... Come in a little and and not as many uh, color combinations as the T-shirt, but that one was the black one. The red, eh, I don't know, it's a little wonky. But what you know, whatever floats your boat. That navy blue is nice. This is uh, the royal blue option. Might be a little too blue for your old pal Eric. The gray one, no, I don't like that either. Or that's that's called vintage heather. And this one is called charcoal, charcoal heather. I like the charcoal heather and I like the black, but the t-shirts, look at the different, all the different color combinations. By the way, those are $45. Holy shit. Look at all the different colors you can get for the t-shirts. And so you pick and you can choose male fit, female fit. Uh, classic t-shirt, and then there's all different styles of t-shirts. Like if you did male t-shirt, and then that's a classic tee, but like premium t-shirt, which is a little bit more, I don't know. It's going to last you longer? I don't know. Eco t-shirt made from recycled and organic shit. Okay, if you say so. V-neck, if you're a douche that wears those. Tri-blend t-shirt, extra soft. A lot of people like those. All right. So there you go. You can find um, all of this shit when you go to ericzaneshow.com. Click on merch. What the hell is your dad talking about with your brother? He's referring to World Book Jim. It's not It's not that sexy of a story, but uh, I'll explain it in a second. He. Uh, Lisa says, when's the next sale? As soon as I see it, I'll put it up there. Because um, T Public, who puts the um, shirt uh, things together, sometimes they'll say, hey, guess what, Eric? You're having a sale. You're going to make less money per shirt. I'm like, all right, whatever. I'm not getting rich off the T-shirts anyway. So uh, as soon as I they're usually like 35% off. So when I see that sale, if I see it, I'll publish it and publicize it and let you know. Um, anyway, uh, before I get to that, sorry, losing track. What the fuck I'm talking about? I got to be done in 32 minutes. I try to keep this at two hours. That was one of the questions at podcasting with uh, Eric Zane podcast professor. How do you do that for that long? I don't know. I don't know. I've just been trained. I've been trained to do that. Uh, Bennett Flooring Installation, 616-318-0167. I love this business. Jacob and Jason, two dudes, just grinding, man. Grinding away, away, installing flooring, making it look absolutely incredible. 
uh, insured, licensed flooring installation. Oh, my gosh. So this is going to be a lot uh, less expensive uh, than anyone else who does this for a living in and around West Michigan. I can promise you that. Okay. Go ahead and have someone else give you an estimate. And uh, Bennett Flooring Installation is going to meet or beat it. They'll beat their meat. Meet or beat. 616-318-0167. This is uh, very cost effective because um, a great way to do this is to do all the grunt work yourself like I do. You know, I'm constantly putting in hours on uh, getting this house looking the way it needs to be for the queen of the forest to be happy. Um, Well, anyway, you uh, rip up the old floor in yourself, the old carpeting, the old laminate, whatever it may be. Get rid of that shit and uh, buy your new stuff. And then you call Bennett Flooring Installation. They measure the room. They install it for you. It's that simple. Okay? The When they meet you and come to your house and measure the room, then they're going to leave. Then they're going to crunch some numbers. They're going to uh, send you an email saying, this is your official estimate for us to come install that flooring and make it look absolutely fantastic. If you want some examples of their work, go to BennettFlooringInstallation.com. Call them 616-318-0167. The flooring I want you to buy is another sponsor. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home Discount Outlet behind Little Caesars along Chicago Drive in Granville. Go there when you're ready to install the flooring, when you want to buy flooring. Um, You will not find a price cheaper anywhere. I promise you that. Johnson Carpet One Floor and Home, the main showroom, is just down the street from the discount outlet. There sits a man who owns these two businesses named Darwin. And the dude is a mover and a shaker. He's like constantly making deals with the manufacturers. Manufacturers. I believe they're based in Atlanta. Shaw, Mohawk, all the big ones. And he's ordering truckloads of flooring on the regular. 53-foot trailer shows up at the discount outlet. Can't drop the E at a U. Has to unload it all. And then they sell it to you. So they're buying the most popular brands in bulk. They pay less for it, which means you're paying less for it. On top of that, when you march in, announce that you heard it on the Eric Zane Show podcast. They're taking an additional 10% off. Holy shit. Oh, my God. If you need flooring... That's where you go, man. I'm telling you, I swear to God, the best. If by chance they don't have what you're looking for at the discount outlet, go down the street to the main showroom. Okay? One way or another, you're getting taken care of. Johnson Carpet One Floor at Home, Floor and Home Discount Outlet behind Little Caesars Chicago Drive. Why can't I say that? Little Caesars Chicago Drive, Granville, Granville, Michigan. My God, I need to take a break. Hang on. Okay, let's uh, plan another party at Bosco's Pub for March. Bosco's Pub is a restaurant bar in Hudsonville, Michigan. Fantastic place to go get a drink, to eat, to hang out. Hours open for lunch. On Wednesday through Saturday, they open up at 11.30 a.m. Close whenever the last drunk leaves the door. 
All right. Uh, Monday and Tuesday, they open up at 430. Still getting back on their feet to the pandemic. If you need a job, go to Bosco's Pub. You can join the multi-talented wait staff or maybe be a cook or something like that. It is my pal, Doug Furness, him and his lovely better half, Dee, who I have now fucked up twice and called her Cece. How the hell do you do that? Be on the phone with Doug. Uh, hey, so how's Cece doing? It's Dee Dee, Eric. You called her Cece. It's Dee Dee. I'm like, God. And he doesn't even know, want to know why I'm calling her his wife Cece. My daughter, who used to hang out with his daughter, played soccer together. My daughter has a dog named Cece, the Frenchie. And so I'm mixing up Doug's wife's name with a dog's name. What the fuck is wrong with me? It's Dee Dee, Eric. It's not Cece. He's got this amazing voice. Um, okay. So Bosco's Pub, Hudsonville, Michigan, part of Terra Square. When you order the food or the drink because you're drowning your sorrows because you're a terrible female driver. Um, sorry. Mention that you heard it on the Eric Zane Show podcast. You should always mention my name. The most important thing you do every day is think of me and mention my name. It's the only way this podcast works is if you remember me throughout every moment, every waking moment of your day. I appreciate you. Thank you. I love you. Um, hmm. What am I doing here? Wrong way up the alphabet. Nick says, "CC, pick up the car and uh, that guitar and talk to me." Is that a is that a, a a poison reference? Unbelievable. Kate says, "You're such a putz." Uh, Nick busting my balls for alienating half of the audience. I have trained my audience to know that at some point. They're going to be alienated. I am not a, hey, let's try to make everyone happy. I don't give a fuck. Okay? That is the only way this podcast has survived. By me being willing to uh, alienate everyone. I that's a, that's a win in my book, to alienate. That is the, the life essence of this show. I love to alienate people. Thank you. I appreciate that. That is my goal. Let's alienate everybody. I was thinking I need to come up with a, uh, when I start the show, how I say um, a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, and my personal adventures. I think I need to add something to that. And not afraid. Uh, something pertaining to not afraid to talk about the topics radio won't touch. Because that's true. Um, radio is has turned into such a disaster that outside of like political talk, they're just going to keep it safe. And the excuse is, well, we just want to be fun. We don't want anyone from either side to be affected. And I'm like, Fuck that. 
Fuck that. Bullshit. I am going to say whatever the hell I want about a topic. And I hope you get pissed off about that. That's a win. I will pull, I will pull either happiness or gladness or anger or joy or tears. I'm pulling. I'm the big puller. You know, I absolutely am going to pull it out of you. So a daily show where I discuss news, nonsense, my personal adventures, not afraid to talk about the topics radio will not touch. Hell, I'm talking school shooting and the Remington lawsuit. You hear about the Remington lawsuit? Holy shit. I still have to get to that. Now I have 23 minutes of show left. What the fuck am I going to do? I got time. Hang on. I got to turn up the heat here. He's turning on the heat. It's a hundred above. Lover boy. Hot girls in love. You're like, holy shit, Eric. We don't know that old man rock. What are you doing? Um, Where was I here? Adam knows my music. Him and I know we have a, a very deep connection. On uh, on music. Aram says the audience just needs to be careful not to carry Eric's opinions into the real world. Uh, Peter Dink something says keep your day job. Oh yeah, you don't have one. No, I have a job. Why does everybody always say that about me? You don't have a job. I absolutely have a job. This is my job. What's wrong with that? It's you, you think this is easy that this uh, that anyone can do this? It's not a job. It's that this is well it is fun. I love my job, but it's a job. It requires uh, uh my time to focus and I'm I'm it's it's not traditional, but it's this is the best job. This is a better job than when I was on radio because on this job I don't have a boss who, well, I have Diana, but I mean, when it comes to the podcast, I don't really fucking have to answer to anybody. And I can just I, I tell people to go fuck themselves. That is, that is so great. That is the best job. Holy shit. That's usually the go-to, which today, by the way, is the actual day six years ago that the big announcement was made. Eric Zane fired WGRD. There's just not much available online about that. Eric, uh, Inside Radio published on February 16th, 2016. For the fans of the popular nationally syndicated morning show, Freebird Hot Wings, it'll feel more like good morning when they spelled it M-O-U-R-N-I-N-G as Eric Zane, one of the show's three hosts, has left the show seemingly for good. According to Michigan Live, Zane's departure from FBHW, which originates at Town Square Media Rock Station, WGRD-FM, Grand Rapids 97.9, and is syndicated by Compass Media Networks, has not been explained. However, the show put out a statement Tuesday on its website and Facebook page announcing that the co-host has officially left following an extended absence on the air. 
The statement reads in part, we can now confirm that Zane is no longer a part of the Free Beer and Hot Wings show. Our parent company and he have severed ties, which means that it is impossible for us to carry on with him. We've been in this game a long time, and that's often the nature of the business. He is still our friend and brother and always will be. That soon ended. MLive said that since the notice this morning, the show's Facebook page lit up with commenters with most lamenting Zane's departure. Zane, in turn, commented on Twitter, It'll all work out. It's fine to be mad. I get it. But please do not threaten people. No, you should have threatened people. I'm, I'm glad you did. We'll talk more when the time is right. I will always cherish my time with FBHW. I don't cherish my time with FBHW. I, I look back. No, I, actually, I can't. I, I, I kind of go back and forth on that. I cherish when, I, I guess, I guess I did. But I don't. Well, in the moment I did, and maybe in the moment that I wrote this, but I don't give a fuck. Who gives a shit? I'll always cherish my time with FBHW and will always love them very much. I don't love them at all. I don't like any one of them. Uh, the statement adds that details are still being worked out between all parties involved. That was that 30 day thing I was telling you about and that no further details could be disclosed as yet. This has been incredibly difficult and weird for all involved. And we ask you, let us handle this like the internal family issue. It is. I roll. I roll. <laughs> we'll tell you more when we can. They didn't unless we can't. Forward we go. We hope you come with us. We can't do it without you. And that put into motion the everybody's opinion is respected show. That put into motion the, hey, let's talk about fun things show. That put into motion the, hey, no caller gets made fun of show. That put into the motion, into motion the, let's over laugh at everything show. That put into motion the everybody gets a microphone show. Hey, hey, the show sucks dick. It is Ace and TJ, but more women. Oh my God. What a disaster that show is. Motherfuck. All right. What else was published at that time? Let's see. Grand Rapids Radio. Eric Zane re- explains why he was fired. This is when I signed on BBL. Grand Rapids Radio personality Eric Zane returned to the airwaves Thursday morning during which he explained why he was fired. Uh, blah, 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 blah. During his first show, he told listeners he was suspended after making comments about Deltplex owner. About a week later, he was fired. Zane said he was offered three months severance pay to sign a contract and not talk about it and would have had to say he resigned or was retiring, but he refused. Um, I remember, I, I should have talked about this yesterday. After I was fired on Friday, I went out to lunch at Applebee's with, uh, Greg and Chris and I'll, you know, how wings never says shit. Now the whole time he's just sitting there. And the one thing he did say though was, Hey, I really want to stress Eric that I think you should, <laughs> I think, <laughs> I think, <laughs> You should uh, 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 say that you're just resigning or retiring <laughs> and then take that money. I think it's really important <laughs> that you do that. <laughs> and uh, and I, I thought to myself, hmm, why do you care? You want me to tell my audience, lie to them, 
and tell them that I resigned, retired. That was my first clue that I should never, ever trust any of these fucking idiots. No way. And so that was bullshit. I knew what he was up to. I sniffed it out. I saw it coming a mile away. It's like, dude, I haven't talked to you in fucking years. And you're offering me advice about what I should do. And God only knows what you assholes said about me in the week that I've been gone. I'm guessing they drove a wedge between us. And you've just had it with the hothead who can't fucking keep it together. Oh, God. Jesus. Um, in this article, I said, I'm sad about it. It shouldn't have happened. It was too much in my opinion. It was a mistake on their part. And ultimately, I don't think it's good. They had to do what they had to do. I 100% disagree with it. And I'm still sad about it, but I still have to earn a living. Zane told 24 hour news eight. Um, that's when shit got weird because the assholes tweeted out the same day. Zane's explanation of why he was fired was quote, hardly the full story, but they would quote, take the high road. They didn't have any, they didn't have any rebuttal. They had nothing. And then like two years later, these idiots did a, did a fucking Reddit. Ask me anything about all of the shit that went down. After sabotaging, after sabotaging free beer and hot wings, Eric Zane posts apologetic message. This is a good one. They did. Um, listen, uh, I shot a, a video of me saying, Hey, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have said that. That was wrong. They had done a stunt like some fucking stunt with Joe that no doubt was traumatizing to him. And he had to, um, you know, go into counseling for, um, a Pokemon stunt. And I heard it and we had done one too. And I was furious that they did it. I was extremely jealous. And so (laughs) I tweeted out, uh, no video by FBHW fake stunt. So I said the stunt was fake (laughs) and that was fucking that put into motion a whole bunch of shit. So then I said, you know, I don't know that. I got to take it back. So I posted videos saying that's sabotage. I didn't mean that. I don't know. It was all, I was all apologizing. That was at a moment in time when I still was like, maybe I should be friends with these guys. It was all weird, but I don't give a shit. So I, I said, I need this to be as sincere as possible. Begins an apology by Eric Zane, formerly uh, Free Bear and Hot Wings. Um, I need this uh, pop, 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 pop. The radio host now who now has his own program says he's sorry for messages on Twitter and elsewhere made in an attempt to sabotage free beer and hot wings. I might've done this because I was worried about getting sued. I think that's what I did because they could very easily have sued me. I'm surprised they didn't. Uh, as example, he said some of the bits and, and Joe stunts uh, were fake. More than once, I posted things that were intended to cause them trouble, and I'm not comfortable with myself in doing that. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I was trying to keep from being sued. Zane explains he made an attempt to apologize to them, but they responded, what you did to us was public, yet you want to apologize in private. Thus, the video, an attempt to better explain the relation, better the relationship between all the hosts. Uh, Zane said he was fired from, uh, and then it went into that whole thing. Um, so, yeah, I actually was like, uh, sorry, didn't didn't mean that. That was a few months after I started. Eh, it was all weird. It's been all weird. But um, then there was a long period of give and take when I was on the radio, got fired, and then 
one and a half years ago, I reached out and I said, okay, I want this done. I don't want to hang out with you. I would like to maybe we can just share ideas and who knows where this could go. We could have a cup of coffee together. And uh, they were like, well, we still hate you. Okay, yeah, I get it. You're not ready. Fine. I had a bunch of their property. I gave them all their fucking property back. and uh, Guitar recordings. And then we started building a dialogue from June until January. And then Greg knifed me again after a six long months of good happening. And that was when... I said, now I'm officially done. Fuck you. Fuck off. Die. I don't want, no. And that's why, and I've never been happier. I have never been happier with telling them to suck my big fat Armenian dick from that point forward. So fuck all those guys. I'm glad I'm not with them. And I hope they fucking fail. There you go. There's your high road. Assholes. Fuck you. I was doing, we were doing great. You fucked it all up. Way to go, Greg. You fucking twat. All right. Mm -mm -mm. I got this uh, message from Mike Ball. I'm curious about your take on this. And then I open it up. Mike Ball wants me to weigh in on the Sandy Hook massacre. Holy shit. Oh, no. Yeah, hey, nothing nothing better on the fun-filled uh, podcast to uh, break down uh, the, the one of the most tragic things that's ever happened in the history of the world. Oh, my God. Jesus, I think it would be like, uh, you know, you, you'd have the big three, the, the murder of Christ, the Holocaust, and this, uh, myth, thrown in honorable mention, the Armenian genocide, actually the Armenian genocide and the, and the Holocaust, uh, probably more, uh, 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 tragic in terms of number of dead, but holy shit. The Sandy Hook families sued the Remington gunmaker. The Remington gunmaker had made a semi-automatic weapon, kind of looked like an M16. It was their equivalent of the uh, AK, I guess, or I'm sorry, of the AR-15. And um, so it, it kind of looked like what you would see when the guy, the soldiers in Vietnam with their M16s. Um, and, uh, but it's a semi-automatic rifle. It's, uh, uh, no more automatic than my pistol or my rifle or, or anything like that. It, it looks fucking incredible. It's a badass gun. Um, I would love to own one and, um, families of the dead sued Remington. And now at first glance, I'm like, Hmm, well, I don't know. I've, I've kind of always gone down the road of uh, just because crazy people get their hands on guns. How can that possibly be that you can blame the people who manufactured the weaponry? And uh, being that I uh, have plenty of guns and I carry guns and they're no more uh, 
um, automatic than, than these weapons. How could I possibly agree with uh, family members of the victims here? It's that whole argument. Uh, the people kill the uh, bad people, kill good people. It isn't the weapon. And I, and I agree with that. But God, this one, I, I, hmm. and, and here's why. There's, there's me raising an eyebrow about this, and I'll just take it directly from the article and sprinkle in my commentary along with it. Relatives of nine victims of the Sandy Hook Elementary School massacre have reached a $73 million settlement with Remington, concluding a lawsuit that saw a gun manufacturer for the first time face potential liability following a mass shooting in the United States. Um, now, the article says it's a landmark victory. It's not a victory. There's been no uh, judicial precedence being set. So I don't know if you can call it a victory. They've just agreed to settle. I think that for the rest of the gun industry, you're probably happy that Remington settled because uh, no legal precedent had been set because if there had, that would open up the door because legal precedent had been set. I'm assuming my feeble mind that in the future, this could then repeat because of this, not the case here it was a settlement. It uh, comes after a protracted legal battle over how Remington marketed its Bushmaster AR-15 style rifle, which was used in this incident. It happened in December of 2012. I even hate reading, let alone saying the words, that 20 first graders and six educators in Newtown, Connecticut lost their lives. The gunman uh, shot his mom to start his day and then ventured over to the school and then killed himself. Uh, today marks an inflection point, says uh, Veronique De La Rosa, the mother of six-year-old victim Noah Posner. She said this at a press conference yesterday. Today is a day of accountability for an industry that has thus far enjoyed operating with immunity and impunity, and for this I am grateful. In their lawsuit against Remington, you're like, well, what, how did this even happen? How could it? You would think that Remington would fight this tooth and nail backed by the NRA and their uh, deep pockets and their lawyers. How did they possibly allow this to happen? And hmm, I'm not sure. Maybe the details in this story, which I know uh, what they are coming up, might have something to do with it. And their lawsuit, Remington, which, by the way, they filed for bankruptcy, which I don't know. Um, does that mean that they, is this going to be one of those things where Remington, because they filed for bankruptcy, these families actually will get $0. You know, you've heard about people doing that. Uh, um, but I don't know. Um, this isn't, they, they didn't have a, uh, a judge way choose against them or um, side against them. It's a, it's a uh, fucking settlement. I would think that they would have to pay this. Uh, they filed for bankruptcy. Families of the victims argued that the gunmaker. Here's the key point. Irresponsibly marketed the weapon to at-risk young men, such as the Sandy Hook shooter, through product placement in a violent video game. Who the 
fuck in marketing in Remington would think that that's a good idea? Hey, we see you shooting up, uh, running through the streets, shooting everything up. Uh, Tell you what, let's take a little time out in the video game to talk about the fucking Bushmaster. Wouldn't, hey, it's more fun in real life. Remington, how the fuck was that approved? Who said, I mean, because look, I don't know about you, but um, there's proof that uh, violent video games don't lead people, don't make people into killers. I agree with that. That's been proven. Violent video games don't make killers. However, if a maniac is playing a video game, that does happen. There's no way you can say our video game repels uh, mass murderers. That's not true. So I'm sure there's a a ton of people who wanted to kill somebody who have played video games. But it's proven that video games don't make them kill people. But if a guy who is like, hey, man, one day I hope to uh, shoot for the stars and kill people is playing the video game, and then he sees an ad, which I don't play video games. Do do ads just pop up on the fucking video game like I do on my podcast? Is it How does that even, a a Remington ad on a video game? Holy fuck. So this idiot, (laughs) holy shit. So the uh, uh, that was what they used as the basis for their case. So um, that ultimately proved to be the undoing for Remington. They were marketing this fucking gun on a shoot 'em up video game. God, can you imagine uh, if you're the person in marketing who approved that? That's definitely something that you don't want to put in on your LinkedIn account. Uh, that you were uh, running marketing for Remington at some point. You're gonna. There's gonna be a little bit of a gap in your resume. I'm guess. I'm guessing. Holy shit! Remington has denied the allegations uh, that, that this settlement allows them to do that. But it actually says um, that was the that was the crux of this whole case that they actually marketed in a fucking video game. My God. Families of the victims urged the gunmaker irresponsibly marketed the weapon to at-risk young men such as the Sandy Hook shooter through product placement and violent video games. Oh, my God. Um, I I would need to see that ad. I don't know how they did it, but uh, I I guess I would. I'd be curious as to what how it all laid out. Remington is based in Madison, North Carolina. They denied the allegations. The company did. Well, you did or you didn't. I mean, does, does the ad exist? Holy fuck. The company did not immediately respond to a request for comment from NBC News. Um, I'm not going to get into the, uh, there's some families who spoke out about, you know, how their life is now. And it's, it's horrible. I cannot imagine, uh, such a tortured life. The path to settlement was complicated with the lawsuit making its way through the, uh, Connecticut Supreme court after Remington argued it should be shielded under a federal law designed to prevent gun manufacturers from being held liable for crimes in which their guns were used. In 2019, the U.S. Supreme Court said it would allow the suit to go forward. 
All right, so there you go. And and that, that that's a turning point, I think, when it comes to people who make guns for a living and crimes that occur, these type of mass murders uh, using their products to kill people. I think this could be a monumental thing because of that 2019 decision to allow, there is your precedent. We allow the suit to go forward. Oh my God. Last July, attorneys for Remington offered nearly $33 million to settle the suit. The, um, and it was not agreed upon at the time. Remington was, um, who was Koskoff? Joshua Koskoff. All right. Joshua Koskoff is an attorney for the families. Um, at the time of the $33 million offer, at the time, Koskoff praised Remington's insurers for their offer, even though the families did not accept. Then in September, get this, this is weird. This is a weird part of the story. For some reason, Remington subpoenaed school records of children and well, of the deceased, their educators and the children. They subpoenaed school records, which nobody could figure out why you wanted to see that. So they wanted to see like tardy reports, absences, disciplinary things. And all these families of the dead are like, why? Why do you, what, what does that matter? It seems irrelevant. Well, that pissed them off. We have no explanation for why Remington subpoenaed the Newtown Public School District to obtain the kindergarten and first grade academic attendance and disciplinary records of five school children, the attorney, attorney Koskoff said. The records cannot possibly excuse Remington's egregious marketing conduct or be of any assistance in estimating the catastrophic damages in this case. The only relevant part of their attendance records is that they were at their desks on the day they were killed. My God. So Remington's like, oh, fuck. We look like shit again. We look bad enough when we had the ad that said, hey, I want to shoot the real thing? Get this here, Remington.com. Now they're being embarrassed for trying to get private records from kids. Parents and other relatives of the victims spoke of their hopes Tuesday that this settlement would prevent other families from experiencing the pain that they had by setting a new precedent for the firearm industry, I guess. Maybe it remains to be seen. Our legal system has given us some justice today, said Francine Wheeler, mother of first grader Benjamin Wheeler. I guess, you know, I mean, you in 2019, I think you won. By the suit being allowed to continue, uh, Remington just ended it by agreeing to the settlement. Will these people get money? Who knows? But no, no uh, um, a verdict was levied upon them. So I don't know how much justice was uh, was doled out. True justice would be our child who would now be 15, healthy and standing next to us. But Benny will never be 15, she added. He will be six forever because he is gone forever. Today is about what is right and what is wrong. Holy shit. So there you go. Um, get your uh, get your Remington weapon before they stop making them. Holy shit. This, this guy, I don't know if that means the end of the company. My God.
But what a catastrophe for them. So, Mike asks me, curious your take on this one. I haven't said. I should bring him in and tell him what I think while he's with me. Delivering confectionery delights. Or he's probably on a vacation in Hawaii or something else while someone else does his bidding. He's either in the store unloading boxes or he's in his truck eating. Hey, you're on the podcast. Um, have you stopped eating? Have I stopped eating? Yeah, you, I saw in one post you said you got to put the fork down. Yes. You've As used it reference to my yeah inability to control my appetite. Yeah, I'm with you, man. Have you have you made any uh, headway? Still a little bit. Still a little sloppy, but we're doing better. Super Bowl. Did you have a cheat day on the Super Bowl? You had to have gone crazy at the Super Bowl. I actually did a ten mile run on the treadmill during the Super Bowl. So Oh my God. And then my son had a party, so I did enjoy some uh, stuff afterwards, but not, nothing crazy like you. So You sent me the fun loving story, uh asking for my thoughts, curious what my thoughts were on the Remington settlement. Yes. Did you read all of that article? I I didn't read all of that. I I remember following that case back in the day when it came up and heard a bunch of opinions on it and but I didn't read this currently. The um the big crux of it was Remington was accused of product placement marketing of the Bushmaster AR fifteen style rifle on shoot 'em up video games. Like, hey, you like you're loving this video game. Get yourself a Bushmaster. It's such a stretch, though. To, you could you could have that with everything, then, and just never have anybody at fault and blame everybody else for everything at that point. It's tricky, no doubt. But now this was not a verdict. This was a settlement. Yep. So that doesn't mean. I mean, everybody's saying we've won. We've won. I don't know if anybody's won anything now. If there had been a verdict, like a judge said, you are liable because you did this, and you, that would set the whole industry on its ear. Yep. Now, I want to be sympathetic and and say that Remington got what they had coming to them, but I can't with clear conscience say that, to actually say that. You know? I can't, I, I can't, I can't get behind that. I just think it's a slippery slope of that. So, you know, there's got to be personal responsibility in there somewhere that not saying that gun manufacturers are, you know, obviously they're trying to sell every gun bullet and everything they possibly can, but they're also a business. So there's got to, you know, there's got to be a line there somewhere. I think that if you, if, if, uh, it, it, the, the, yeah, I agree with that. The, the next step could then, because my weapons, your weapons, if you have weapons, are just as automatic as the ones that that guy used. His just looks a little bit more creepy. Yep. So I can't, I can't get behind that. This whole thing's fucked up. 
Uh, can you sue an alcohol manufacturer because you got drunk? And yes, exactly. And yeah. Can you sue Little Debbie because you got fat and yeah. died of diabetes? I mean, like, where does, where's the line? Yeah, you can sue uh, General Motors because their vehicles hurt when you get struck by them, when some crazy fuck decides to plow through the, the cyclists on the road. Exactly. All it's right. A, it's, a, it's a dangerous, dangerous door they're going through there if you start allowing companies to be sued over something that they didn't really have control over. Yes. All right. So we're on so we're on the same page. For once. For once actually. Now I want us now typically I would follow this up with, yeah, fuck those families, but I can't do it. I actually I actually have to draw <laughs> the line. I as far as I'll go is I won't tell them to fuck off. Well this was the Sandy Hook, right? Correct. So, I mean, you don't even believe it happens, right? Because you're a big <laughs> Alex Jones guy? Wasn't it all actors and stage and all that? I thought you were big on that. That is not true. What you just said is a falsehood. Well, I, I was in your kitchen. You had your Alex Jones poster right over on the wall autographed by it. I, I cannot. I cannot. I, hey, I, you're breaking up. Uh, I got to <laughs> I gotta hang up. Okay. <laughs> Hey, uh, by the way, hey, listen to me. You're getting some rave reviews on Little Debbie ice cream. Yes, that stuff's amazing. We have nothing to do with it but our name, but still, it it's good been, to know. It's good it to be king. incredible for the name. Uh, well, are you stocking anywhere today? Yes, yes. I'm. Uh, I was over in Jenison, kind of out your area a little while ago, and then uh, heading up to Standale here in a little bit. So. Okay, everybody thinks of you when they see Little Debbie. You realize that, don't you? I do. We gonna do something for next school year? Please, please tell me the world will be back tomorrow. I think I think we're getting there, man. I think it's happening. Yeah. <laughs> our, our fulfillment is not there, not even close there yet. Somebody will be there, and you'll have to talk about it and say nice things about me because I'll pay you to do it. So, God bless you. <laughs> okay, bye. Mike Ball. Oh yeah. That sounded like a car wreck. Adam the Odd says. Maybe that's why they subpoenaed the records, to verify the dead kids actually went to school there. Thanks a lot, QAnon. <laughs> so there you go. This happy, happy fun time brought to you by Mike Ball. Okay. Uh, before I wrap this mess up, I need to tell you about... We need. Hold on a second. That's my email. You don't want to see that. What the hell is it? Aha! The Just Chirpin' Podcast. Okay. Uh, four dudes. Dudes, Bellinger, Stefan, and Chris. I've known two of these four for quite some time. Bellinger and Stefan. Dudes is the dude who plays hockey and doesn't know anything about hockey and gets his balls busted. Chris is the one. He's the glue. He keeps this all together. He doesn't, he doesn't play hockey at all, but wears hockey jerseys over a collared shirt. Oh my God. All right. So there you go. Now, they want me to tell you about their podcast, Just Chirpin'. And it isn't just talking about hockey. Okay. Like the most recent episode, which is this one right here, episode 49, Post Vegas with Dues, 
is uh, they're they're talking they are talking hockey things and things going on in their lives and stuff like that, and also things going on in the world. They have opinions on the dumb shit trucker convoy or whatever the fuck it is. So if you're looking for another podcast, uh, add this to your stable of listening, just like my friends over at the Threads podcast, Just Chirpin Podcast. Now, um, they, okay, just like, you know, my show is available wherever you download podcasts. They can almost say that. Um, If you are on Stitcher, Odyssey, uh, what do you call that? Spotify, you can get the show there. You can also listen directly from JustChirpin.com. Now, from my own personal opinion, I said to them, I go, you need to make it easier for people to get your podcast. Okay? Well, what do you mean? I go, well, I mean, most people don't want to be uh, reading the fine print on a website to listen to what they want to listen to. And with yours, they have to. Because where it says latest chirp, which is latest episode, you don't have the latest episode. Dicks, you need to reboot this whole fucking thing so that the first thing they see is latest show. And you see how I have to scroll down here to get to it? I don't want to do that. It should be somewhere in this spot here. If I have to grab this cursor and scroll down, that's one more thing I have to do to find your show. Uh, don't stack the uh, stack the guest the, the, the deck against you. Make it, I mean, dumb it down for the average person who has the uh, attention span now shorter than ever because of the world we live in. So don't make me work to find your shit. Put it in a spot and at this point, I've scrolled down and it's not available. I don't know what the fuck this is. June 4th, 2021. Oh, what the fuck do I care about that for? I want something new. What do I do? Well, I scroll down. Here's the great sponsors, you know, that help out the show. I can absolutely get behind that. And then how about this one? And then what's the deal with the fucking Roman numerals and shit? It's all, and and you have the, the, the font is the same color as the background. It's fatiguing to my eyes and looks like hieroglyphics dicks what the fuck well maybe it's uh this one no i'm going older here well okay uh jc nhl playoff predictions okay uh uh, mickelson's huge feet and the nhl well that's really old but where is the new show i cannot find the new show oh i figured it out this is all i have you see this where it says february 13th out of all of this space, this is the only thing you fucking dummies to tell me that I have the latest show. Okay. So as much as I love your content, your presentation is you're doing it all wrong. You're not giving yourselves a fighting chance. Okay. You got to have it displayed loud and proud. New show with a big fucking triangle that you click. You can't have it down here. I mean, how? I mean, I, I, I'm searching for the beauty that is the Just Chirpin' Podcast. Welcome back to the Just Chirpin' Podcast. This is episode 49. 
now look, I, I know they sound green as hell, but don't worry about that. That'll come. That, I'm not even worried about that. The show's fine. It's a bunch of fucking idiots busting each other's balls. That's perfect. I love that. I'm only giving you uh, presentation points about the website. The show's fine. You did an hour and 30 of fucking fun. If you're going to spend all this time doing a great podcast, and all I have is this spot showing me where it is, come on! I can't believe it's episode 49. I know. It's hard to believe. Yeah, here we are. Here we are. Yeah, no one can see it. Nobody's killed anybody. No matter where you go, there you are. Nobody's wiped anybody out. Nobody's quit. Nobody's got fired. Yeah, so we're fast approaching uh, the one-year mark. At 52 would be a full calendar year. I don't think we've... That's. I think they actually made the music. We've missed one week, right? We this reminds me of like Bob and Doug McKenzie. Oh, hey, hey, Great White North, Snow. You did. One week. There's something about hockey people, and none of these guys are Canadian. If you play hockey, eh, you kind of got a little bit of that going. Uh, like when you talk, eh? Uh, so, like, I'm not from Canada, eh? But, like, I play hockey. So, like, uh, I get together with the boys, and, uh, yeah, we're going to do it up, eh? Uh, it's going to be a good time. We all did. We took off one week, and we that was... You can hear it. Chronicle of Barley. Okay. Oh, because everyone was sick. Um, yeah, it was right after the... To think okay. about. I mean, Hang on a second. We should bring back Tool Talk. Easy. Oh, yeah. You know. Or we, you know... Dewalt, know. Ed, did we just start Tool Talk? I don't know. No, let's not <laughs> I think a couple of these guys do construction. I know Stefan does. <laughs> so again, they, they just... They just crashed. Someone cracked the beer. Holy shit. And then that leads to what are you drinking, eh? Is that even a brewski? I don't know, eh? Recording the show without Brent. He's feverishly working on the ice rink. Oh, I thought he was going to say penis. To get all the rain off from it. What in the fuck? <laughs> what, you grab Is a, that a Diet Pepsi? You grabbed a Goose Island? Oh, my gosh. I nice. thought it, I, a Diet Pepsi. I thought it was one of my... You uh, thought that was a Coors? I thought it was one That's of my Coors. IPA. Somebody left that here. I think there's two of them in there, so if you like it, you can have the other one. Jelly donut coming. <laughs> Coors and drink them, and I thought I grabbed a Coors. This Whoa, looks when did this like, a Coors like a Coors can. Coors can. When did you start bringing your own beverages? You, this he, is an IPA. I think you still have a couple of Coors. I moved them from the far right fridge to the middle fridge. Yeah, th- I thought I grabbed one. Maybe they're in there. I just Look at you bragging about having multiple fridges. They're mini fridges. <laughs> <laughs> multiple mini fridges. And, and one I, I, I got for free. All right, so bro talk is these guys hanging out, drinking beers, hey? And, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know, busting each other's balls, hey? Um, Maureen says, reminds me of the sweaty balls skit on SNL. Uh, Kate says, it's like listening to SCTV, eh? Kenny... Uh, God, you know, you know what's funny, and 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 he he does it, and Stevie does it too. Whenever I'm talking someone up, dumb shits like Kenny and Stevie to another extent, talk down about the thing that I want to talk up, and it's maddening. It's it's it makes me want you to go away when you do that. I I, I hate you. A little bit more when you do that, you you do realize. I don't, how how I, that's always my question. You guys realize these people are helping the show. He's actually paying me to talk about them. So that's what I do. What I do. Do you have any idea how 
infuriating that is to me when you do that. And then you never get it. I don't know why some of you that always, it's like if I'm talking about Johnson's carpet, one floor and home, and then you, it's the same thing. Someone would make a maddening comment that knifes them. Stevie did it the other day about Horizon hydroponics. I don't, I don't what, how do you, how do you do that? You should go away. You should go away. Oh, I can't be honest. My bad. Yeah, you're supposed to help me. You're supposed to help me. I'm joking. I can do it. You can. Go away. Go away. Nobody wants you here. Get the hell out of here. Fucking dummy. There you go. Fuck out of here. Anyway, check out the Just Chirpin' podcast. Stupid thinks that because I'm being silly... I'm being silly about the website, dumb shit. You're talking about how they sound. You're too stupid to figure out that that's not going to work. And how often have I told you specifically, don't fuck with the sponsors. Yet you still do. So fuck off. All right. Um, Tag accounting. Reach out to them, 616-301-9516. I love you guys so much. I appreciate you. If you want your personal taxes done, Reach out to Tag Accounting today, 616-301-9516 to have your return done no matter where you are in the U.S. Uh, This is an easy process for you. No red tape, no struggles. You just having uh, your taxes done by a tax professional. All right? Thank you so much, folks. Thank you for that. I appreciate you banging on the door of Tag Accounting. Horizon Hydroponics. This is the one Stevie knifed on the show. Fuck. Yeah, nobody helped me. Yeah, just bite your tongue. Why don't you just bite your tongue? When it comes to leave, leave, leave that to me. I'll, I'll handle that. These are my sponsors. I'd appreciate it if you didn't fucking insult them. Uh, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N hydroponics.com. Thank you so much to them. Uh, they've been a great sponsor. It is winding down. I'm hoping that uh, in the next 14 days, Uh, We can have some great moments. Thank you so much. If you ever want to reach out to them, H-O-R-I-Z-E-N, hydroponics.com. If you're growing anything at all, I appreciate it. You are the best. Asshole of the day. Asshole of the day. No input needed. Uh, One of you is going to get a call today. Uh, uh, from an upset man saying, I don't know what to do. I'm going to quit. Fuck out of here. That's your asshole of the day. It's Kenny. Fuck off. Thanks for being here. I appreciate you. You guys are the best. We'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. 
Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.